U2's pop has turned 25 and the Garden Tarts are celebrating all year long. So tune in each week because Jenny and Hillary have found the keys to the time machine. They're heading back to 1997 to find all that nostalgia and the sugar dropping, bubble popping, rock and roll. Hey, it's Hillary. Our charity of the month for January, in honor of Martin Luther King Day, is the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center is a nonprofit legal advocacy organization based in Montgomery, Alabama. They specialize in civil rights and public interest litigation and are well known for their cases against white supremacists and other hate groups. For the month of January, a portion of the proceeds from our Patreon and Buy Me a Coffee subscriptions and gifts will be donated to the Southern Poverty Law Center. For more information, go to slpcenter.org and thegardentarts.com. Wishing you a happy and safe January. Bye. Okay. Hey, Hillary. Hey, Jenny. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. We have a little special app this week. We thought that our year of pop wasn't going to start till February, but surprise! Surprise! It starts today! <laughs> I wonder if our app got leaked. Oh, maybe. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would be honored if that happened. I would so be scared. Cool. It's like who would who the fuck on my computer? Right. <laughs> I don't even edit it online. So, um, what are you drinking? I have screwball peanut butter whiskey with a splash of Kahlua. Oh, nice! I have my old friend, old camp pecan mm. whiskey. I need more of that. I know Amanda got some for your arrival next week. It's so good. But I've been out for a while. I do need to get more screwball before you get here. I'm still like knocking on wood and crossing all my fingers and even holding my breath momentarily. Me too. The the only thing that I think would possibly stand in my way is if Bubby goes home. Yeah. Or if one of us gets COVID. If one of you gets Yes, that's the other thing. But I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about other people. I hear, yeah, same, same. It's why we wear masks, right? That is why. The number one reason. The number two reason is for our own protection. Yeah. But we are so excited. I, I'm just so excited for the year pop to get going, going, going. If y'all missed our last episode, our first app of 2022, we made that big announcement. It is going to be all pop all year long. All pop all year. <laughs> do you, so do you remember the first time you heard discotech? I do. I was trying to remember and I don't. I have this kind of vague memory of waiting to record it on the radio, but I think, but that was, I did that with Numb, and I think I'm changing them. 
Hmm. It wasn't, we watched the video together, right? We did watch the video together. But that wasn't when we first I'll heard this. We'll on that later, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't when we first heard the song. No. I don't remember. So I remember I was, I went to Dublin with a group of friends in late December of 96. And one of my friends was from Los Angeles and some radio station had a leaked copy of discotheque and she recorded it off the radio that early before the new year before the new year i heard it um whatever day i got to dublin i heard it that day hi nala never comes to visit we've been a cat visitor in ages last week we had a cat visitor we had wow captain wow yes, we did have wow but not in my house no Anyway, sorry. So you heard it in Dublin. I heard it in Dublin on a, I think it was like, so that friend used to carry around like a tape recorder with her, like everywhere she went. And she got some really cool, just sound bites from all kinds. I mean, airports and hotel and just all kinds of real, it was really creative. Yeah. And I think she recorded it. Not like with a tape in her cassette player, but like she record, she held up her little tape player to the speaker. Gotcha. For radio, and that's how she recorded. So it was a very, very bad copy. But I mean, I knew that song inside and out within, you know, two days. Um, and uh, anyway, the story behind that though is. Pop was delayed. It was supposed to come out in, I think, October of, oh, of really? 96, okay. maybe, maybe later. But it, it didn't come out when it was supposed to come out. And so people started um, kind of losing interest, which I understand that. I mean, yeah. I feel that. So they made some VHS tape of discotheque and um wake up dead man and it leaked it a was VH, a vhs tape it says vhs like a videotape yep huh okay yeah it was sent from island records to keep the interest high but the when the album was delayed but that leaked um the info that i have on that is that so it says U2 became one of the earliest bands to fall victim to an internet leak. It was a hungry based Hungary based <laughs> fan site that leaked clips of Discotheque and Wake Up Dead Man to create a buzz, which built quickly on the internet. As radio stations played the snippets as a means to introduce listeners to the album, the clips were traced back to Polygram, where an executive had shared a VHS copy with previews of the tracks to marketing managers worldwide. One writer said from there, it got into the hands of a label employee's friends. Mm. and It leaked. Okay, so on January 7th, Dave Fanning played the official U2 release for the first time. And then I think on January 8th, U2 um, gave the go-ahead for stations. radio stations to play the early 
And isn't that tradition that Dave Fanning is always the first to play every new YouTube song? Yeah. Yeah, so January 8th. I wish I remembered. I was relatively newly back from a semester in Dublin at that point. Gosh. I, I have no memory. No memory. But that's not, but that's consistent with a lot of my YouTube memories too. I just don't remember a lot of first hears. There's very few of them that stand out. No, I don't have I there are very few that I remember as well. I mean, I remember hearing the, you know, when the album and when I first got that for most albums, but the first single I don't remember hearing that for most songs. Um there's only a handful of times that I was so so many times I have to like, just like, oh, I'm gonna keep listening, keep listening, and let stuff soak in. Yeah. There's only a handful of songs that hit me so hard the very first time that I remember the moment. But we'll 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 get to those as we get to them. Yeah. But they're I mean, not complicated. So that's how I heard Discotheque, and man, I love that song. Oh my. God. So it this is easily one of my favorites, and I am sure that 95% of that is nostalgia. It is. It's not their best song by any means, but it's fun and it's one of my certainly favorites. one of the funnest. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this also this uh will also launch our campaign. I'd say it was year long, but I think it should be until the next tour. And I kind of, I've started, I've been prodding at this for a few years on and off. Not so much here on the pod, but other opportunities. So go ahead. This is a, this is a lifelong commitment. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. So. And until the next door. Okay. We're going to introduce go ahead. the hashtag. You two G-Tarts want boom cha. There is no reason, none, we just zero want to hear reasons that that song should not show up in a live show, especially on the B stage, Agreed. especially. And I don't know if maybe it doesn't fit in the story. I don't care. <laughs> Neither does Angel of Harlem. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a fitness story. There was a time, and I guess it was on, it had to have been on the Innocence and Experience tour, where the band was in Berlin, and on the B stage, they busted out Zoo Station. One time, the whole tour. Maybe they did a, I, I, I would say, even if they did a few nights in Berlin, and I don't know that they did it multiple every night I don't remember that but it was only in Berlin and at that moment I was like if you can fucking bust out zoo station for one night on the b stage you can do disco tech you can do disco tech we want it I mean, we need it used to do it on the it was a b stage song on pop mart yep and that crowd and oh my god could you imagine the crowd they do it once and they would do it every single show. They'd be like, oh, I like that. 
if they're looking for a crowd reaction, because I know that's one reason why they don't play songs is because it doesn't work with the crowd. No, but I also feel like, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything extra. <laughs> Just play it. <laughs> right. Or if it does, I think they can afford it. I mean, my ticket will cover that cost if it if it does cost something extra. It doesn't. Just do it. If you're I mean, think about if you think about the picture, like the the B stage from E and I when like the mirror ball came down and stuff. That's meant for Save. they already built it. <laughs> it's there. Just do it. So Had some stroke fine. I um oh god I lost my train of thought. Anyway, until the next tour, we're gonna hype the crap out of this. You two G Tart Boomcha. And we know that's clunky. It was clunkier. But it is what it is. We had a U2 G Tart want discotheque, but that seems more clunky. And it's going to get spelled wrong because so, autocorrect is not correcting. So if you have a way we can shorten that somehow, hit us up. And still have our name in it. Yeah, you've got to have at least G-Tart. And we and probably should have you too because, you know, it's their song. This is it right now. Hashtag G-Tarts want boom chop. Yeah. If you are a U2 or know a U2, Please pass the word. I think they should put that like on their vision board. Yeah, I can make a vision board. I know what they should see. (laughs) I know what they should see. Here, we made this for you. I don't know what they see, but I know what they should see. (laughs) And none of it includes Brian Eno. Don't spit out your old camp. I can take a little oh. bit of Brian Eno, but I just He's don't okay want it to sound I, like Brian Eno. Because I feel like the friction. So I heard this really amazing thing, this podcast. There's this podcast called Hidden Brain that talks about like why we do certain things. And I listened to this one the other day about habits and creating change. And because and it's about like the new year and new year's resolutions and stuff. And one of the biggest, one of the biggest words in it was friction. And it was two things. One, people have trouble making change because of friction, because things are hard. It's hard to get past one thing to create that change. And another way to use friction is to like release it. Like, like just take away that friction. Oh, that's the same thing. Take away that friction and make it easier. But also adding friction can make things better and I feel like Brian Eno adds friction for you two to fight even harder for what they want okay I feel like that was a really so the incoherent analysis but if they're like if Brian's fighting it and they know they want it then they have to fight harder yeah so, so what you're saying is no line on the horizon they just didn't fight hard enough yeah that's what I'm saying. Uh, and fight hard enough, yeah. And also, I think that maybe they thought they wanted that. They wanted. But that may have been. 
that that may have been the Brian Eno influence that they thought they wanted it. Right. But yeah, we'll get there. So Jeremy told me he's not on. I was gonna say because he's not on every song on there. No, but I hear him. Maybe one. (laughs) Maybe one where I don't hear him. Anyway, what did Jeremy say? Jeremy. Well, firstly, yesterday would have been David Bowie's 75th birthday. So happy birthday, David yes. Bowie. Cheers. Cheers. Bowie. Jeremy. Yesterday as in really Saturday. What? Yesterday is in Saturday, January 8th. January 8th, correct. Sorry. Yeah. We're recording this on January 9th. Um, so get in our realm. Um, get in our realm. So Jeremy told me the story that Iggy Pop wrote China Girl for David Bowie because the Stooges had like kicked out Iggy Pop because of his drug stuff and everyone was mad at him and angry and he went to rehab and no one visited him in rehab except for David Bowie. Oh, And so, you know, when he... He didn't have any money. When he got out of rehab, he wouldn't have had anything. So David Bowie said, well, while you're in rehab, write me a song. And he wrote China Girl. And David Bowie recorded it and released it. But Iggy Pop owns China Girl. Wow. Made him some money. Yeah. That's really cool. Isn't it? That's just like such a good friend. I love that story. Yeah, I never heard it before. I've not fact-checked it. I believe Jeremy. Yes. He wouldn't. He would fact-check at least a little bit. I hope so. Let me fact-check that really quick. Good idea. I don't see a story, but I'm not looking any further. It checks out that E.E. Pop wrote it. Cool. He's got the writing credits. Yep. Cool. So just keep tuning in for... I'll pop all year, 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop at 25. Our knock on wood. Did a microphone pick that up? Because our mics are so awesome. Knock on wood. <laughs> knocked on that our next episode will be recorded together in person. Yes, please. So I get there Sunday morning. We just got to have thoughts on recording. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeremy and Freddie would sing with me the other night. And they were like, oh, my God, we sing too. And it is on iTunes. And they're like, we have to watch. And I'm like, no, I can't. I've been so tempted. I can't. I can't. I can't. Do that to Jenny and Amanda. We have to watch it together. If your trip gets delayed further. Then we'll watch it together. Like, But yeah. Like let's pick a day. We all have to watch it that day. Yeah. Yeah. We can't wait that much longer. Right. Right. But yeah. Can't see it yet. Can't see it yet. I'm so excited. I mean, I would be so excited even if Bono wasn't in it. I friggin' love Sing. Yeah. They like the first, wasn't it, wasn't it so good? 
I've seen it like three times in the past month, and I never saw it before the past month. I mean, the music is good. The story is good. It's all these underdogs. and it's adorable. So good. The music's so good. I love it. So awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I feel like we should end this up with a question for Bono over Whiskey and Take. Whiskey and Take? Whiskey and Cake, says my whiskey. The The question will vary depending on how long it takes us to actually have Whiskey and Take with Bono. Right. But I if, can't get that right. Whiskey and cake. Whiskey and cake. With Bono. It will be either when will you play Discotech Live? Or why not? Or why did it take you so long to play Discotech Live? I don't know that I want to bite the hand that feeds me. I'll no, but if we say if we ask why did it take so long, right. it means they've already played it. Did you forget about it? Did it make you feel uncomfortable? Did it not fit the story? Did you? No, there's a reason. Yeah. They weren't in the mood. I'm not like trying to poke the bear. It's an honest question. Okay. They have a reason. I mean, I think when they're making set lists, I think they they throw every song out there and they figure out what fits where. And how? And I like, there's still a think they should hire me to do that. I'll volunteer to do it. They're gonna do what I say anyway. Eventually, they're gonna realize that they're wrong and I'm right. And you're spot on every time. I kind of am. I just feel, they I just feel it. You, didn't just pay you in tickets. That's fine. And I, I, you could even take quirky wine. Oh, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. When's the last well, time you had cork in your wine? The last time I had wine at a U2 show? <laughs> no, not in Dublin, but I didn't have wine there. We had Prosecco. We had Prosecco. With no, there was no cork in the Prosecco. So no. I guess it was... But it also was not served backstage. That's true. It was like a real bar. Yeah. People came. We they had servers that brought us the prosecco. I think it was they passed. It was like they were walking around like past hors d'oeuvres, past prosecco. Yeah. yeah. It was fucking fancy. It was really fancy. We were super underdressed, but we had a GA to get to. We were okay. I think the other fancy people there either had seats or had, I don't know, were all together in a fancy place. Yeah. But people weren't like, but we looked nice. We were fine. We were fine. We were fine. Anyway, I we'll just felt it. like people there looked more dressy mostly, but I didn't care. But we looked the most cool. We did look the most cool. And how many of those people do you think ended up in the front row? None. Absolutely none of them. Absolutely none of them. And we really got off track here. Yeah. And those people came and talked to us because obviously we look both friendly and cool. Yeah. Yeah. We have to like go into great detail on an app about that party sometime. <laughs> we could really. Yeah. Dig deep in that, in that hour experience. 
<laughs> our podcast will probably was, be longer than it took for us to be at that wasn't banned or anything. It wasn't like no. I mean, clearly they were they were important people there, like yes. very important people. But yeah, we weren't them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, we got so far off track here. Yes, we did. <laughs> but that's what we do. That's just us. And it's, hey, did y'all see our new website yet? Go to thegardenhearts.com and check it out and sign up for our newsletter. We have a refresh of all things. Yeah. Um, a new logo. The newsletter goes out almost never, so we won't spam you. But sign up but, for our newsletter. Follow us on all the social networks. Yeah. Leave us five-star reviews on your listening platform, your podcast listening platform. Spotify now does that. And leave us a review on iTunes. Even if you already have, do it again. Do it again. There um, are way too many of you listening regularly. We know. We know, we know who's listening. I mean, we and don't. Most- but we know that people are listening. And most of you are on Apple, listening on Apple Podcasts. So go leave a review. Please, it helps people find us. It's not just, yeah, okay, it feels good and boosts our ego. But it literally helps the algorithm. So we don't have a new sign-off. If you have suggestions for one, hit us up. But for now... Maybe we just... Oh, go ahead. I have an idea. Okay. What if we say, until next time, boom cha, and then the other one says, boom cha. Okay, that sounds good. Good idea. And we can just do that all year. Sounds good. Unless we think of something else. Yeah. Did you have another idea? No. We're just going to say good night. Yeah, I was going to say good night, but boom cha is better. It is. Okay. Well, are we done? Yes. Okay. Well, until next time, boom cha. Boom cha. Disco tech. Hashtag GTARTS want boom cha. Bring yes. it on. It, it on, bring it will back. happen. It will happen. And the world will be pleased. Yes. And you can thank us. Mm-hmm. We'll gladly take thanks. Yeah. <laughs> But it's team but it's team effort. It is a we team effort. We all gotta get in it. If they don't play it live, maybe when we have uh whiskey and cake with Bono, he'll just sing it while we're there and that'll be fine. I still have our boom chaw signs. <laughs> I still have my 90- little Sam hat. From nineteen ninety seven. Crazy. Oh, the things we hang on to. Okay. Well, good night. Good night. (laughs) Hey there, listeners. Jenny here from the Garden Tarts. And if you are a major YouTube fan, which I am assuming you are if you are listening to this, then you are also aware of Bono's work with the organizations Red and One. It is absolutely imperative that we give them all the support we can right now, especially right now, as they are not only dealing with the AIDS epidemic that they have been fighting for years, but now the COVID-19 pandemic as well. So check out one.org and red.org and see how you can help.